welcome to the Bailey and Harding Ultrasound System. I'm Anna Harding. And I'm the Duchy of Cornwall. Oh, I like that one. Why are you the Duchy of Cornwall, Ali? Because I'm in Cornwall. You are. So I'm the Duchy. I don't know what the Duchy of Cornwall is. Well. Is it just jam? Is it just jam? No. I don't think it's got anything to do with jam. I think the Duchy of Cornwall, well, the first thing that springs to mind is pass the Duchy on the left-hand side. Pass. Or if you're the two, doors will open on the left-hand side. <laughs> whatever, whatever I used to hear that song, that's what I used to say. Doors will open on the left-hand side. I like it. I like it a lot. No, I think yeah. it's the Duchy of Cornwall. Like, Cornwall's like its own country. They think they're Kernow. Kernow, they think they are. It's got its, it's got its own um, language. It has Cornish. <laughs> yeah, I know they've got. They're quite big on that, aren't they? Mm. And then apparently there is a bridge in Cornwall that if you go across it, you're in a different country, but you're not. You're in the same. You're in the same country. But I love it. I love. I love it. I love it here. I and I know we joke about me being on the hunt for a nugget, but I am on the hunt for a nugget, and uh, I, I just love it here. Like I'm staying in St Just, which is just outside. Well, it's right at the very pointy end of the stick. So it's about six miles from Land's End, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And every morning I get up and I run down to Cape Cornwall, which is the edge of the earth, and I howl at the wind. And then I keep running along the Southwest Coast Bar to various destinations unknown. Destination unknown. <laughs> That's a tune. Yeah. That's good on the playlist. Um, <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it here. I love it here. Now, I think we might have a little argument on today's podcast. Ooh, fight night. Fight! Oh. It's episode 12. We've had no fight yet. Um, I was thinking about this um, just before we joined the meeting, the meeting, the podcast meeting, um, because I know how much you love Cornwall, but I see your Cornwall and I raise you the Lake District. No fight. There isn't a fight. Fight! There's no fight. I've, there's no fight. There's no fight. Because I've been, I've, every time I come somewhere, I'm like, I want to move here. Wales, yeah. I want to move here. North Wales, South Wales, I want to move here. Cornwall, <laughs> I want to move here. Uh, Lake District, I want to move here. Sky, I want to move here. It's anywhere in Scotland, I want to move here. So I have this constant battle in my head of what's the best? Where, where is the best? If I could win the Amaze House, <laughs> this is the question. Where would the Amaze House be? Would it be in the Lake District or would it be in, in Cornwall? And I'm going to go for Cornwall. Okay, why? But you're going to go for the Lake District, aren't you? I am. I think this is a bit of a win grim getting the bin situation, isn't it? Because I think that this might be your win. Oh, I think it might be. You've won the Amaze House in the Lake District. Thank you so much. Oh my God, it's such a surprise. I didn't even enter it because it's a load of fraud bollocks. <laughs> this Amaze House stuff does my tits in, by the way. I love the Amaze House. I, I've got subscriptions. So for anyone who doesn't know what the Amaze House is, kind of me a little bit, it's something like... Everyone knows what the Amaze House is. It's like a raffle to win a fucking house. Yeah, and every month it's a different house in a different place, and it's a raffle, so you can like buy as many raffle tickets or as few as you want, and uh, you can win the Amaze House. And I've got I've got a subscription, thirty pound a month goes on the Amaze House. Fucking hell! Right here you go. Why don't you just stick that thirty pounds a month in a savings account and like buy some nice stuff for your own house or buy a house? I don't have a house. 
put that 30 quid towards getting a house genuinely right it's should i just do the maths or get a mortgage on 30 quid a month that i'm putting into savings account why don't you stop eating your avocado on toast then yeah <laughs> snowflake new motherfucking snowflake okay um sorry i'm whinging i'm gonna win the amaze house you don't believe in the amaze house you've got to believe in the amaze house it's a scam a it's a scam once you've got the amaze house like what there's no mortgage no you own the house and they give you 250 grand 250 yeah to, de- to decorate it <laughs> to decorate it to buy a few pinatas to spend in home bargains <laughs> can you imagine going to home bargains with 250 grand <laughs> oh, my oh my god that's do you know where i'd rather go dunnell i'd go like to go to dunnell with oh. 250 grand the amount of lampshades in the shape of animals holding a light bulb i could buy <laughs> off the scale anyway we've gone off piece completely <laughs> we've started talking about supermarket sweep in budget interior design shops what a show oh, what a show um and um actually we're talking about your win which was the lake district yes indeed so i got back on sunday so i spent four days in the lake district well kind of three so my win is kind of a toss-up between just the Lake District as a win um, and Reckies in general, because my win, if Reckies is the win, is I feel so much better for going. I've now covered about 40 to 50 kilometres of the actual 100 kilometre route on, on my own little trotters. And so I feel so confident now knowing what I'm going into. And it's not as scary as I thought it was going to be. How many kilometers have you covered? About 50. Oh, great. So you've done a good 50%. Yeah. Mm. Have you done like the middle bit? Have you what bits have you done? So I've done like near the beginning mm. and been around the area of the rest of the near the beginning. I've done the middle bit and I've done the very end in two bits. That's perfect. Wrecking. That's textbook wrecking. Because mm. you don't really need to do the beginning because you're with loads of people anyway having a lifetime. Yeah. And I always find the best bits of wrecking are the bits where you're going to be tired, the bits where you're going to be a bit emotional, the bits where it's going to be dark. Yeah. Uh, and basically, basically anything from like sort of two thirds of the way in, so the last 60, 75%, I'm like, get that wreckied. The rest can be a nice little surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So I did the very first climb, which was amazing. And then Basically, out of the the six main climbs in this, one of them is teeny tiny, and the rest of them are quite substantial of like eight, like six hundred to eight hundred meters. Mm-hmm. So, of the climbs, I've done one, two, three, four of the six. Perfect. It's the climb. Oh, not that absolute <laughs> moronic, moronicness. <laughs> Um, that, so which two are you missing? So do you know actually the names of the two you're missing? I don't know the names of any of them. So this is really funny as well, because on OS maps, right? So I've been also practicing my navigation this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Needs work. Quite severely needs work. I went okay. I went wrong twice on my reckeys and I was following my watch with the route. So cool. It's quite easy to do in the lakes though, because a lot of the paths will just split off or you'll be, suddenly it's a bit like being up in Cornwall actually. You're confronted with eight different eight different versions that spike off. Yeah. And it's like, which one of these is the right one? Yeah. It's a gamble. And it's even worse at night when it's windy and raining, you can't see shit. It's yeah. swaggy as well. So it's really good that you're wrecking. Yeah, it, it is. Um, it's The route is really good as well because it does, it basically follows like, 
the the main route that you would expect so like with a lot of races in the trails and like up in the mountains and stuff like that they'll take you off like on a tiny little path or whatever but actually the route seems like it follows mostly the main paths which is really handy it does say that doesn't it on the old introduzione on the website yeah. it says it's good good for following main routes yeah, yeah definitely i i mean having not done it yet obviously i am going to make a bold claim that i think it's probably a decent race that is the seven valleys ultra for anyone who's not listened to the rest of the pods i think it's probably a decent race for like an introduction to self-nav races because although it is billed as self-nav you can have the gpx on your watch you can follow that and it's not like I say it's not like a fell race where it's like get from this point to this point so I was looking at the Tour de Helvellyn in December which actually I'm I'm still in the Philippines no actually no I'm still in the Philippines sorry I can't do that oh well never mind um and that one is literally no there is no GPX for this course here are the checkpoints get yourself from checkpoint to checkpoint if you can't nav and build your own route from the information that we've given you i.e the coordinates of the checkpoints this is not a race for you um i was basically, like it says if you can't do that you can go fuck yourself yeah basically so yeah yeah in the night the, the way that joe and Stu would put it in a nice way yeah it's just, well, hey, why don't you fucking do one because you ain't going to finish this race like that basically um so yeah it's the nav for adventure guys joe faulkner and steve smith and uh yeah i can just see joe saying like no this not this not race for you oh no it's not race oh for no 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 you go to race touchstone yeah so um <laughs> yeah so um i entered that last year but couldn't do it because i got really ill mm. i got proper like covidy weird sickness bug but it was really bad weather because it's a it's a shortest day of the year it's december the like 16th, last year was 19 yeah. yeah and um so the course was shortened to 20 miles. So I'm actually kind of glad I didn't go because it's a long way for me to drive and it was reduced for 36 to 20 miles. But Damo turned up. Oh, yeah. Old Ultra Damo. Kirsty went. Um, yeah. But um, people were, people had bought spikes with them and everything yeah. was, a, it was an ice rink. The whole of Arsenal was an ice rink. So it was just like, you should actually go up how well in that race. You go around the bottom Yeah, of it's really cool. I look, I've like, yeah. I've proper, I've plotted the route. <laughs> Oh yeah, me and Kirsty were going out to do recce's of it. Like we we got the route, we knew what it was. We've done the we've done the recce's using the coordinates, so we knew where we were going. We didn't need a map, we didn't need yeah. any, any of that. Uh, it's quite it's quite easy to go and do that. It's not like it, they're putting you in the middle of Noidart with a blindfold on in the dark. Yeah. It's like yeah. just go and do, put a route together on Strava using the coordinates. Go and run it once. Put it on your watch. Bob's your uncle. You're yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. Um, good race. Though. Anyway, back to the lakes. We're in the yeah, lakes. Still. We're in the lakes. So yeah, no, but that's it really. I'm just I'm absolutely buzzing. Um, oh, the ouchy hamstring that I was talking about last episode did not rear its ugly head. Of course, I've got physio booked for today and like standard. You know, when you go and get your hair cut and you have the best hair day ever, and you're like, I don't want to cut my hair now. Yeah. I'm going, but... I'm going to the physio for my ouchy, and my ouchy doesn't exist at the moment, but it does. I know it's in there, it's just not sore. Yeah, that's good. I think it's good to go and get it, have, have a little look at it. I've got yeah. something. I've got something going on my ankle. I rolled it when we were on the Three Peaks, Ooh. and um, styled it out. Off, no one even noticed. Except me. It hurt on the Beacon's Way one hundred slash fifty. I'm not calling that a DNF anymore, by the way, everyone. I'm calling it a CBA. Oh, Can't be CBA. <laughs> Can't be asked. There's a difference between a DNF and a CBA. Brilliant. Couldn't be asked. Um. So, um. But now I've been up running up in that bloody coast path. It's starting to hurt again. I did some yoga for runners with my sister this morning. She's a yoga teacher. Feels all right. I'm going to keep running on it. It's a little bit, feels a little bit swollen. But my physio was like, oh, I think it's all right. So we'll see. Hmm. Yeah. You've got a great physio. 
What's your win? What's your win? Guess what? Hey, listeners, this is actually really a really honest thing for me to tell you, but I have been smoking cigarettes for 24 years, right? And I stopped, tried to stop yeah. loads of times. I stopped booze. I'm a fucking ultra runner, a sponsored athlete, but it's always eluded me. But I am now, get your drum rolling machine ready, six days clear of cigarettes, and I don't care. I don't care. Like, I didn't even miss them. And I'm like, what the flipping heck has happened here? I'll tell you what's happened here. I've done yeah. a 10 day course, a cognitive behavioral course with a psychologist. And I've done loads of work, proper work, like exercises, writing stuff mm. down and visualization and manifestation. I've managed to completely rewire my mindset. And I actually think this is the one. I think this is the one that's going to stick. Wow. And I'm so proud of myself because if I can nail this, I can become a really good runner. Like, be good. <laughs> like, because it's just the black, cold, black lungs that are really, I feel like they're really pulling me back. Well, I know they are now because I'm going to be 42 mm. next week. And I'm like, can everyone, 42 next week. Hmm? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What What do you want for your birthday? Nothing. I don't like my birthday. Um, I won't even mention it because I don't like it so much. Mm. I mean, for somebody who doesn't like their birthday, you've mentioned it. Hey, no. But I was like, what, what, what can I tell the listeners is my win this week? Oh, not running for two weeks. I managed to do only 20 miles last week, but now I'm back on it again. And I'm happy as a little lamb trotting around the arc of attrition route basically but I was like no I'm really proud of myself and also if I say to people I'm not doing this anymore then I'll feel much more accountable to the group so I feel so I'm, that's why I'm chuffed because it's been a long long time mm-hmm. this is the first time I've done it where I'm like this isn't killing me whereas I've done it before and I've been like some it's been like train spotting it's been like me like digging out cigarette butts from public bins and smoking the end of them wow so desperate smoke. Um, and now I'm like well, that's something I used to do. I don't do it anymore because it's incredibly bad for my health. That's amazing. So, I'm stopping. so that's my six way. days as well. Like, obviously, in the grand scheme of things, 24 years versus six days. Mm-hmm. 24, it is. And 24 years of one day at a time. Why do I feel like, oh, it's like living next door to Alice? 24 years of living next door to Alice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please don't start that. Let's not start the Alice debate. Um, Let's not start the Alice no. songs. Do not start I'm not Alice doing songs. Don't add Alice songs to the playlist. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Um, but yeah, no, that's a very long time to have been in the throes, in the throes of, of addiction. Because it's it is, it's another addiction, right? Tell you what, I'm like, well, how many have I got left? Well, I've done the booze, done smoking, caffeine. But then I'm like, I said to my sister, I'm like, no, no, I can't stop, just give up everything. No. I don't think I'm addicted. Actually, I am addicted to caffeine. Um, so I'm just not going to do it. But it's but it's like the problem with the cigarettes is there's an emotional reason why I've been leaning on cigarettes. Like there was an emotional reason I was leaning on booze. And mm. it's just one, it's just one day at a time with this. But but I actually think that my whole mindset's changed about it. I sat outside a pub the other day, my sister was like, This is like the worst situation I could possibly put you in. Thanks, Janie. Have a relaxing mm. holiday, everyone. Outside a pub in Cornwall, blokes next to me smoking rollies, drinking beers sun sunshine everyone's chilling out and I was like this is really difficult because it is difficult I've never been I haven't been on holiday with my sister not drinking or smoking ever Mm. it was really difficult yes I did shed a tear but I did it 
And it's that, and it's and it's that I don't actually want to do that. I don't want to do it. I'm not yeah. gonna grab the beer and throw it all over me and roll around in cigarettes. I don't want to do it, but it's a tug of war with addiction. You don't want to do it, but you want the pain of needing it to stop. It's bizarre. Mm. Mm. So that's been good. Um, and I did have a grim, but I've forgotten what it was. Okay. I'll go for my grim. So yeah, so win grim, get in the bin. My grim. <laughs> I'm away got food in your mouth you might spit it out um on my lovely trip to the lakes I went for a walk as well so I was doing a lot of hiking as well just to kind of keep getting some elevation I covered 50k total in three days and 3,000 meters pretty loads quality time with Charles and Eddie yeah oh I had a lovely time with Charles and Eddie my poles Mm -hmm. didn't have my poles on this occasion so on Friday afternoon I'd done a little little recce in the morning from Glenridding Glen over the tops through Dick's Pass to Thirlmere. And it's kind of near Helvellyn. It's just like to the left of Helvellyn. Is it near Dolly, is it near Dolly Wagon Pike? It is near Dolly Wagon Pike. That's my favourite Wainwright. It's my favourite named Wainwright. Dolly Wagon Pike. I just imagined Dolly, Dolly Park at the top going, double on a bed and double on a It's Dolly Park. <laughs> That's what it is. So on the Friday afternoon, I uh, took Neil and Ralph for a hike. We went to go up Helvellyn and halfway up, Ralph started behaving really weirdly. And he was like trying to sit down, but couldn't. And I was like, have you got something up your bum? Or have you like, maybe you've like pooed and there's still a little bit on there. Cause like he gets really funny about like- A grass dangleberry perhaps. Yeah, like a, a dangling bit of grass out of his bum. So uh, on closer inspection, I realised that Ralph was enjoying himself going to help Helen so much, he had a stiffy on the side of the mountain. His willy was fully out. And I was like, that is disgusting. What? Why are you so overly aroused by being in the mountains? I know this is beautiful, Ralphie, but calm yourself down. Well, he couldn't move because he had such a stiffy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's like a character from the Inbetweeners, Ralphie, <laughs> isn't he? I was like, can you imagine if he couldn't move though? What would we do? Like, we'd have to carry him back down. You'd have, he weighs, you'd have, like, you'd have to wank him off. That's what you'd oh, have to do. <laughs> your dog. It's either you or Mountain Rescue. One of the two. He's going to have to do it. Oh, <laughs> I was like, like he weighs probably twenty-five kilos. That's a pretty hefty amount to have to carry. Back How much does his solid penis weigh? Like, probably another kilo. So yeah, yeah. What did you do? I we just waited. Well, we just was like, it it went on for quite a while. I was like, please just put it away. Um, and eventually he did put it away. But I was like, what has he got so aroused by? Mountains, mountains. So yeah, that was pretty gross. Pretty. Do you know what? Go, it might be something about Helvellyn because going up there, I went up there in February with the baby, La Pie, and mm. Zorro, and. Pickle's really good usually with, normal, with other people coming towards her and that sort of thing. She doesn't particularly like men, but she won't bark or growl at them, really. She just ignores them. Yeah. And, of course, because she's so beautiful, everyone wants to touch her. She's like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Mm. And um, there was people coming down Helvellyn. It was quite snowy and icy, and she was... I had to have on a short leg because she was growling and barking and scrub trying to get to them. And I'm like, what are you doing? Never do oh. this. And then by the time we got to the top of Helvellyn, she was absolutely good, good as gold again. Like... 
Maybe there is some energy coming from the rocks at Helvellyn that is, is sexual for yeah. Gryffindor because people doesn't have a bit. So maybe it, with her, it was like it, it was coming in rage. Yeah. Maybe Helvellyn is a very, very spiritual mountain. Well, there you go. Because it is quite spiritual. That is grim, though. Lovely stuff. <laughs> I also got hit by a snot rocket that Neil blew in my direction. That was pretty grim, too. Yeah, but that's okay because I'm sorry, the stuff that you do to Neil, that man's a prisoner in his own, own <laughs> home, home, surrounded by old nail clippings and fucking trophies from your past. Nail clippings. <laughs> and he puts up with it. Oh, oh, she put it again. Put it again. The nail clipping debate rages on, everyone. We'll be covering that next week, I can assure you. Because I picked, I just picked a little bit off while you were talking then. So I've been messy. walking into shops and just being like that before pound fifty, thank you. And I'm like, thank you so much. Hey, can I just ask when you cut your toenails? Literally to everybody. And then saying, Well, my friend keeps a little pile of hers, like a weird little bonfire of self on her fucking desk. And it's disgusting. Did you just call me your friend? Yeah. Loose, loose, loose term. Oh. One of my, my colleague Anna Oof. <laughs> um, yeah that's gross anyway we're going to cover that next week so what's your what's your what's, what can get in the bin for you this week right so on Strava they I don't know when they started doing this but not that long ago maybe a few months ago <clears throat> maybe it was last year who knows time is are you going to talk about the fact they put it up a pound <laughs> no I'm not that's annoyed me. That's been banged in the bin. They put it up a pound for some people, but in other countries, they put it up by like two or three. It Ooh. depends. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, they've started doing like an on this day, like Facebook memories, where they're like, show you a run that you did on this day, like two years ago or four years ago, or whatever. And I was like, one, I just find that weird a little bit. But two, the other day, maybe yesterday, it threw up an absolute gem. And I'm going to tell you a story. About Are you it. enjoying this? Are you enjoying your throwing up of what you were doing like three years ago? Because I just no. fucked me off. I'm like, it annoys I'm really sorry. Me. Yeah, but first off, it's not inspiring at all. It can be inspiring. Say two years ago, I was on Rum Britannia. I was running 35 miles a day. I don't want to know. I knew I did that. If I'm currently in a low spot or a sad spot, I don't want to fucking be reminded of how my glory days. Also, people with post-traumatic stress disorder, people with triggering things, don't want to see where they were three or four years ago. It yeah. triggers memories. I get it with Facebook with photos. Mm-hmm. I get photos thrown at me and I'm like, I don't want to see that. I really yeah. have to turn off all memories because I'm having a lovely time and it triggers me. And I'm, I'm okay because I get over the trigger, but it's work to get over it. And I don't want to fucking do that work when I'm in the middle of doing some other work. So yeah. not all memories. In fact, I'd say 50% of them are fucking horrible. Yeah. No, and also, like, I, when some of them have come up before, I'm like, fuck me, I used to be able to run seven 20 minutes miles. Because we're all getting older. Every day we're dying a bit, which means we're never going to look at it and go, I was rubbish then, I'm amazing now. Very rarely will that happen. Yeah. Very rarely. However, this, this one, this one was a particular long moment for me because the run that it threw up to me was um, titled Wardrobe Malfunctions. <laughs> and the little the little description bit that I wrote underneath was chafing with Jane. Jane is my sister. We did an 11 kilometer little run around uh, her house, around the lanes in Worcestershire. And approximately 
maybe five kilometers from the end. I was wearing my usual uniform of cycling shorts. Mm -hmm. There was a little hole, like kind of in the crotch on the shorts when I put them on. And as the run continued, my big thunder thighs were rubbing together, making fire as they always do. I'm going to step in here and say, your extremely strong runners, the muscles, Oh yeah, no, they're like yeah. thunder thighs. They thunder yeah, me up mountains. They are, yeah, they are big muscles. So your muscles yeah. were rubbing together as they should when one is going on one's run. So they're rubbing together like you're making a fire out in the wilderness. And as they were rubbing together, the hole, unbeknownst to me, was getting gradually larger and larger and larger. Smoke coming out of it. <laughs> well, so at approximately 5K to go, the seam where the hole had got bigger just basically pinged all the way down. So your tights like ding 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 ding. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, not the whole way down, but the hole was then massive, which meant that my thigh, penis, your penis, could my spread out. inner thigh. No, my inner thigh was like bulging out. You know, like <laughs> I can't explain, but like, yeah, like, like bulging you get balloon, out. If you get a balloon, it's like yeah, you hold it, squeeze it, and the big balloon goes like a big bulging uh -huh. pile, like a pile. Yeah. 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 So it was like the skin was sticking out and then rubbing against the material on the other thigh, <laughs> creating like chafe, like like borderline nearly blood chafe. So water in your thigh, basically, isn't it? Yeah, it's a pestle and water thigh. Um, and so I was like, I cannot I can't run for another 5K like this, because otherwise my my thigh is going to be red raw. So what I did was I um, rolled the cycling short back on itself, like halfway to create like a hot pant basically. Ooh. So that, so I had one leg cycling shorts down to almost the knee. And then the other cycling short was like almost a hot pant, but with enough length on it folded over so that the hole didn't exist to then stop it from rubbing. <laughs> Right. And ran 5k with my sister home. Right. With one leg up and one leg down. Right. <laughs> do, you, do you remember in the 90s when rappers used to do that with like socks? Like they have one up, one down to show they were left in the streets of Cooper yeah. or like wherever. Yeah. Else. Yeah. That's it. Was this in rugby? No, it was in the mean streets of Worcestershire. Okay, so maybe people thought it was like a Worcester gang sign then. Yeah, 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 exactly. But also, I like to think people saw you and thought, she's testing whether or not she likes short shorts. So she's gone <laughs> one up, one down, see which one's better. But then, when I was watching the Women's World Cup yesterday, when they were taking the penalties, I'm sure it was Chloe Kelly, like, hoiked one of her short legs up. So one was long and one was short. And I was like, lol, I'm talking about this on the podcast tomorrow. And she's just done exactly what I've done, trend setter. You know why? Because she's from Worcester. <laughs> so she shows she's from the West Enders of Worcester. Because that's what you do. <laughs> Uh, that's amazing, and I love stories like that. So, that's brilliant. Yeah, there you go. Get in the bin. Wardrobe malfunctions and Strava on this day. Yeah, and just on this day generally. Can we just bin off on this day? Yeah. I mean, not all of us have lovely memories. In fact, I think probably hardly any of us have lovely memories. What's the worst memory you've been <laughs> served from on this day, everybody? Do get in touch and let me know. <laughs> no, let's not do that. Were you having a nice time at work? Or suddenly you found yourself looking at motorway bridge because of on this day memories? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Right, my get in the bin yeah. is 
the marketing of collagen for women of a certain age. Ooh. Now, I'm a fan of collagen. Yeah. I know you like collagen too. That's why we are right? so glowy and dewy. In fact, I got my nails done last week and they've grown out loads. And I sent a picture to my friend who did them. And she was like, that's like two weeks worth of growth in a week. And I said, that's probably the collagen. Because we're collagen up to the max. We are. Ladies and gents. Now, collagen has got many good purposes. It makes your skin and hair really great. It's got loads of good oils and things in it. It gives you some energy. So if you are heading towards perimenopause, even if you're not, if you just need a little kick up the bum hole, collagen is the one. Right? Also, we don't really get collagen, do we? It's also really great for uh, muscle recovery as well. Mm -hmm. And as you get older, especially as a woman, but also men, our bodies are less able to create our own collagen so that's why you take it as like a supplement because we can't make it anymore exactly there's two types of collagen there's porcupine collagen what? that comes from pigs and beef and the, the porcupine one the funny story about this is a funny story about this is i said to my sister i've started taking collagen marine collagen because it's most sustainable and the best one that you can get mm. i'm a vegetarian she'd gone into home bars and she bought herself some collagen for a pound but she was basically sucking the inside of a pig's bones. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. She yeah. called it something yesterday that made me laugh so much I nearly wet myself. Um, but anyway, she was her nose was like starting to go up and she was starting to grow ears and a little curly tail. And oh, I was like, bit it off and go and get the proper collagen. But the thing about the proper collagen is the collagen that's marketed at women of a certain age, the way it's marketed and the things that they're calling it are just getting a bit. So my client Steph, she sent me a picture of hers the other day, and hers is called ancient and brave ancient and brave ancient and brave she is taking a collagen supplement called ancient and brave all right so and, what makes it ancient it, no you're ancient oh you're ancient so then you take the collagen and it makes you brave you're brave <laughs> you might be ancient but you're brave it is supported by Davina McCall who um. in my opinion looks like a corpse so <laughs> I can see why they chose her she's not listening it's fine even if she is, I still think she looks like a corpse. If I saw her in real life, I'd be like, Davina, I think you need to put a little bit of weight on because you look like a corpse. <laughs> I would say that to her, okay? So, sorry, Davina. Ancient and Brave comes with, in a, it comes with a little pot of powder. Yeah. And then it comes with a box, with a gold spoon in for the ritual. It's called the ritual spoon. And you get the gold spoon out, precious. You put the collagen in, ritualize it, sniff it or something, rub it on your face and put it in your coffee. And then you crack on with your day. The ritual spoon. Um, anyway, I got into a bit of a hole on this and I started to look at all of the, it's called, it, on the, it says on the website, Ancient Brave, the global cult favourite. It's like a cult. And um, I started to look and then everybody's got them. The Kardashians have got their own collagen. Not from yeah. the Kardashians. They don't suck it out of their asses or anything. Oh. Um, bloody Jenny Faulkner's got her own one. That one's Gwyneth, really nice. Gwyneth Paltrow's got her own one. What, out of a fanny? Yeah, scraped, scraped out the inside of her cervix and powdered. Oh, that's, why it's, that's why it's $95 a sachet. Stop it's called, it. like, it's called goop de goop or whatever. It's goop de, it's called, what is it called? One of my, my clients tell me what it's called. It's called goop something, like goop jeans. It's called goop jeans. So G-E-N-E-S. -E -E so actually it is like bits of what is cervix and a powder. Disgusting. It's all of it. Right? And me and my sister were talking, I use Absolute. And the Absolute comes in gel. So it's like just taking a gel every morning. So I'm fine with that because I'm a runner and I take gels all the time. So it's not a problem. Yeah. But the marketing around the cult around it, like you're, you're, hello, you're now taking collagen. So you're one of us now. And you will join the cult. We're called the Absoluters. And we're women living our best lives. You live your best life. 
Why not? Take your absolute. Take your collagen. Take it. Take it. Have you run out? Would you like some more? Take the collagen. Don't forget to take the collagen. Your life will spiral out of control if you don't take collagen. It's like, fuck it out. It's just collagen. Imagine if vitamin D or vitamin C did this sort of marketing. So basically, it can just get in the bin. Why can't they just market it as, hey, it's really good for you, and then move on? Yeah. Yeah. Like most collagen companies do. Yeah. All of them do. But it's like the only, like, bloody thing uh supplement that do market it that heavy as in like yeah. you won't be a woman i can't don't see any men in their marketing at all oh none what, what in collagen full stop in collagen advertising and marketing there's no men there are where for my collagen that i take which this is not hashtag ad hashtag sponsored i pay my own money for this one um by protein rebel and um, they did a really good post so basically neil was like What's all this collagen bullshit? So I explained it to him and he was like, can I have some? And I was like, it's no. Neil suddenly Ken from Barbie. Well, I was like, no, you can't have my collagen because it's expensive and it's for ladies. And then I was like, actually, I'm going to do some research on whether it's for men or not. And it is for men too. It's just that um, it's marketed purely at women because women are the ones who are like, oh, I'm getting wrinkles. Oh, I need something to keep me looking young and youthful, which collagen won't necessarily keep you young and youthful. It's good like on the insides. And then as I had finished one day looking up whether collagen was like beneficial to men, the next day, Protein Rebel posted on their Instagram some stuff about the benefits of collagen for men. So I sent it to Neil and was like, yes, you can use my collagen, sorry. But before you saw that, you thought it was just for women. I did, because of their marketing. The point is proven, cruel man. Mm. Anyway, that's why I get in the bin. It pisses me off. And it sort of makes me not want to take it anymore, because I feel like I'm in a cult. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, I, it works, and I like it. So I'm going to keep taking it. <laughs> bah. Bah. Yeah, uh, and you know what? You know what collagen is good for? What? Dancing around to the playlist. Because it helps your dancing hooves get lubed up. That's terrible marketing, Ali. That's not Sorry. a thing. Right, playlist. You were just trying to be clever and segue into. I was trying to do a bridge. I was trying to, it was like, it was like someone had given the person at the radio station, but the work experience at the radio station a chance. And I just messed it up. I'm the work experience at the radio station. You've been busy on the playlist. I have, but only because other people have been busy sending me some things. Now, here's a couple of bits for you. I listened to this the other day. I went to the gym on my own and I was doing my workout alone without my PT. Mm -hmm. I smashed the living shit out of everything. I was PBing all over the place because of this playlist. It is Brilliant. so good. It is so good. I listened to it on uh, one of my recce runs up in the lakes and there were a few skipperoonies. There are some... There are some absolute shit songs on there. <laughs> um, Sound of Long Farts came on again. Do you want me to take it off? Maybe we'll do a little poll. It is funny, but I do skip it every time. I've had a, I've had a complaint about it. Someone said to their wife, hey, you should listen to this great playlist while you do your park run. So she did. And she was unlucky because park run's not long. She oh. got a couple of bangers, but then she got the sound of like, oh, <laughs> the sound no. of hearts. Oh, no. I think this playlist is it's quite peculiar. He was like, I don't know what you mean, because I don't think he'd heard the sound of long farts, but that's no. what she had, like, round and round park from. I played the playlist oh. to Neil in the car. I like to test it. You tested it on your 
friend in the car on the way to your race. Yeah. I tested it on Neil and his response was, people listen to this. I can run to this. People listen to this when they're running because he likes all like dance music. Neil's like a 5K park run, like run every run as fast as you can kind of guy. Neil's a sort of bloke who would wear his rugby shorts to run a 10K and then realise they were wrong and have to take them off and then maybe have to run around in his pants for the last bit and then have to put them back on again. He's like one of those guys. Yeah, he is. He is that guy. Um, so, and he was like, no, I don't get it. So I, I, he's not the correct audience for this. Um, there are some- I love that. You're wrong, so you're not the correct audience. Piss off. <laughs> That's politics. Yeah, but yeah, that, but that said, there are some amazing songs on there. I'm trying to think what it was. There was something that came on and I was like, yeah. Oh, uh, I know. It, it was-, was it the Gummy Bears theme tune by Punk Rock Factory? <laughs> followed by- Hi ho, hi ho, it's off to work we go by the Vandals, which is like a rock version of hi ho, hi ho, it's off to work we go. Do, 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 do. I don't like that one, it freaks me out. Oh, I really like that one. Anyway. Just these scary names with guitars. But we've had loads of people to, suggesting things. So I've, I've added a lot of suggestions and they've included a bit of La Bon Jovi. Yes. Uh, did you put Ace of Bass on? I've got a, a story about it. Fucking hate that song. No. Someone asked me to put Unstoppable by Sierra and I was like, what a load of shit. Then I listened to it and I was Unstoppable. Yeah. It's a banger. Yeah. Um, I put the blackout on because I worked that record and loved it. The Promise by Girls Aloud because it's the best Girls Aloud song. Ugh. Someone asked for some Bloodhound Gang. So I put the ballad of Tracy Lane on, re-listened to it, realised it was extremely offensive. Yeah. Took it off. Oh. Took it off. Ooh. And then put uh, Bad Touch on, which is slightly less offensive. The ballad of Tracy Lane is extremely offensive to women. So I'm like, I know they're joking. They're I know it's joking. bad, but it's... No. Then I put Informer. Then I go into a hole and put a pretty fly for a white guy because it's great. <laughs> then I put Informer by Snow on. Then I put Freestyler by the Boom Funk MCs on. Love it. And then I put Daddy Cool by Placebo, which is a placebo cover. Because Placebo did a covers album that not many people know about. Ooh. It's a B-side Sleeping With Ghosts. Ooh. It's a Sleeping With Ghosts album. Yeah. They covered Tate Bush. They covered like their daddy cool song mm. they covered like hundreds of songs mm. and all of them oh they covered the smiths johnny and mary which is a brilliant oh. cover. and they are and they, the covers are amazing so that's what i did uh and i put a, a blank space cover by punk rock factory in there and then oh yeah and then i was the other day i was on a run with the dog an ex gonna gi- gun give it ya came on that's an aggressive song isn't it oh 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 was a pop song no it's not a pop song no. it's quite there's a lot of mfs in there yeah and also can i just say that it's funny though because in the background you've got trumpets it's like it? Bah, bah, bah. Oh. if you didn't do an instrumental it would sound like a jason derulo song pops so it's a very confusing song That's, yeah that, that is my overview and it is i think it's great it's just i'm loving it i'm loving the playlist Excellent. So I have added um, Ace of Base, The Sign. The reason why I've done this is because on my recce on Friday, I was with um, a videographer. They were filming it for the running channel. So keep your eyes peeled. Oh my God, get you. I know, I was on a bit of a shoot. Um, Rachel, she was lovely. Absolutely had the best time ever out there with her. And we were talking in such depth and way like just not paying attention and following the path that we were on because it just felt like the natural path to go. And I looked down at my watch and I was like, we've gone 600 meters in the wrong direction. 
because I'd missed a turning. So um, Rachel was like, oh God, I feel really guilty because I saw a sign. I was like, I saw the sign and it opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. <laughs> and I was oh, like, oh, brilliant. Sign. Okay, so I got back and I saw the sign. I saw the sign. I and then when I got to the sign, I was like, right. So when I actually come and do the race and I get to this bit and I see the sign. I see the sign. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, Ace of Base song. So it will remind me. You're going to be like, I saw the sign. I saw the sign. Someone behind me is going to go, I saw the sign. <laughs> um, so I added that. And then I also added... Drinking from the bottle, Calvin Harris, Tiny Temper. Um, we're drinking from the bottle because... I loved it when Calvin Harris went mad, ego mad, and just got everybody on his records. I was working at Columbia at that time, and he was like, he was like shutting his eyes, put his finger in the phone, and going, David Bowie, it's like David Bowie's dead. Next one. Oh, Disney Rascal. Yeah, we can get me Disney Rascal. Like, he did. Ego he worked with everyone. This one in particular, I added one because I think it's banger but two it's also uh, a useful uh cue to people if they haven't drunk enough water to drink from the bottle they're drinking from the bottle and i'm doing that weird like you know like where your bottles are on your boob and you're like almost like drinking from your tip mm -hmm. i'm not sure they were talking about drinking water in that song they weren't no they weren't were they but it's 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 in, in this scenario it's like reminder make sure you drink plenty Yes, that's correct. Do not drink whiskey, because I think that is what they might be talking about. Yeah. I'm just having a little look. Oh, yeah, at the lyrics. Um, yeah, you're going to have to change some of the lyrics because they do say talk about Verve Clicquot. <laughs> they talk about the Kardashians, Rihanna, Verve Clicquot, uh, but just Verve Clicquot. Uh, and they talk about being busy in here looking for the next top model, the next top model, the next top model. Quite a tune, isn't it? It is. Um, we've had uh, an email. Oh, Correspondence Corner. Do, 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 do. Uh, John Dunn. Still haven't got anything. No. Good for that, he sent us a whole list. Of what? Things songs. we're brilliant at? Things we're bad at? Oh, songs. Oh, okay. No, we're still on the playlist. Still oh, on okay. The playlist. okay. It says you may well have some of these. Literally straight in. You may well have some of these. These are some of my favourites. What do you mean you may well have some of these? Does he not look to the playlist? Does he know well. the playlist? I mean, th there's over, there's over, I don't, how do you know how many songs are on it? Because you look at the number at the top and it tells you. Well, no, it just says nine hours, nine minutes on mine. It says, we've, also, we've got two additional collaborators on here. Who are you? Goobs. Goobs, no, no, no. 1983. No, 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 no. How have they got in? I don't know. Goof. How have they got in? That's and Ian Cameron. Goodrum. How have they? How have they got in? I don't understand how they've got in. I don't know, but I'm going to kick them out. Me too. Get them. Get them. Get 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 me away. Get me um, away. Right. Nine hours, nine minutes. Anyway, these are John. Eighty six songs. Eighty six. Yes. Oh, could have probably. He could have probably checked. Right. John Dunn. Yeah. Road Runner by the Modern Lovers. Not on there. Don't know it. Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skinner. Don't know it. Running Back by Thin Lizzy. Don't know it. <laughs> Marky Moon by Television, although their song Elevation may be more appropriate. Okay, I'm going to put Marky Moon on because that's a good song. 
which would be elevation would be good because I'm very close to putting you two. Elevation. You two went through a banging period around the pop album because another good one that's on my my ultra sound system playlist is Discotech. It is brilliant. And it's got like this boom in the background, great for running downhills. So that's going on. That's funny that you just did the boom because um, you could see when we're on the hills, you could see the rain coming in. And I went, here comes the rain. And Neil went, do you remember that song? No, no, no. There was a song that I was unaware of and it can't go on the playlist because it doesn't fucking exist anywhere anymore. It's by Nelly and it's on no streaming service. The only, I found a Reddit about, I, I went in deep cause I tried to get this on the playlist. There's a Reddit thread about this song. The only place it exists is- it's in your head. One version <laughs> on YouTube and it's called Here Comes the Boom. And it's from the soundtrack to The Longest Yard. And it goes, here comes the boom, here comes the boom. And it's so good. It would be brilliant on a running playlist, but it doesn't exist. So anyway. Look at my face. Here comes the boom. Why would you open this can of worms? No, you because I'm now I'm obsessed. Yeah, you need to listen to it. I'll send you the link. I want to do this. I want it on Spotify. I know. I was trying right. to figure out if there was a way that we could get it on we've Spotify. Got, I've got a, we've got a way. We've got a way. Martin. Martin tight trousers, listen to me. Listen up, listen good Martin tight trousers. You're listening, I know you are. Stop looking at yourself in your trousers and listen. Martin tight trousers has got guitars, right? Now Martin tight trousers might have access to a recording studio. What we need to do is get hold of a copy of Boom song and we'll just record it ourselves yeah. and put it on Spotify. Because nowadays... And release yes, our first single. Because nowadays it's easy with auto-tune. It's so easy. It's all so easy. And yeah. AI... We can get someone to design a pack shop and we can release it. Then it's on there because I think I we need this song. Do you think we need to ask Nelly's permission first? No, Nelly, well, no. Who? No, Nelly's got nothing to do with this. You don't need to ask permission to do a cover as long as the cover lyrically is exactly the same as the actual song. If you oh. change the lyrics to the cover, you need to ask permission. But if you yeah. keep, when this seems like the lyrics are quite simple, right? Mm. So I, I think this is, here was the boom. So I think this is something that we should consider doing. Uh, and make happen because I want to hear the song on Spotify. And you know what they say: best way to predict the future is to create it. Hmm. The the lyrics are: here comes the, here comes the, here comes the. Y'all don't really want it now. Boom! Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. Here comes the. Y'all don't really want it now. Boom! Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. Here comes the boom. Y'all don't really want it now. It's the N E double L Y. Oh no! Does he say that? Yeah. That's not going to make much sense, is it? <laughs> A L oh yeah you, you can't, can't change, change it. it. So what you're gonna have to do is change your name by deed poll. It only costs sixteen pounds, okay. and you just need to do it for like six weeks. Need to change it back. Yeah. Again. Okay. I'm gonna okay. Do that. I'm gonna do that. Anyway, Harding. going back to Nelly Harding. Nelly Harding. <laughs> going back to John Dunn's email. Yeah. Uh, we've got some more wetsuit by the vaccines. Oh yes, I love vaccines. I used to work with them. The plan by Wilt. No, I don't know that one. The John Wayne by Little Green Cars. No, I don't know that one. Not by Big Thief. No, I don't know that one. And, I mean, this this list is so extensive, John, I'm going to suggest you could probably make your own playlist. Yeah, if you think that they're all great, make your own playlist. But I have <laughs> two of your songs That on. is horrible. But he finishes... Stop. He fin- no, I'm not being horrible. I'm not being horrible. I'm being sarcastic. Um, 
the he finishes with the middle by jimmy Eat world why the fuck oh, is that not on there because it's one of my desert island discs on all my playlists and all the time and i don't want to put it i don't want to put it in everything that i do because i just feel like it's so obvious yeah but it needs to go but on it's like it needs the to middle go. is the middle if you are having a wobble mm-hmm. in a ultra mm-hmm. then you then listen to the middle before you make your DNF decision. Yeah. Just listen to it because it, it is just such a brilliant song and it just says it. It just takes some time. Hey. Little girl, you're in the middle of the ride. Hey, don't write yourself off yet. <laughs> um, Do you feel left out or looked down on? Just do your best. I think you can. I've got the whole song tattooed on my back. All Have you? Back. No. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I've got lots of lyrics tattooed on me, but I'm not doing that. So basically, it's great. The thing about the playlist is, everyone, we do try and add as much as we can, but we can't put like 20 of your songs on. We'll pick two of them because otherwise it becomes your playlist. <laughs> and it's not yours, it's ours. And we are the guardians of taste, the taste-making guardians. Correct. <clears throat> right. So, playlist. I'm not putting fucking Macarena on, though. You can piss off with the Macarena. Okay, so I, um, I, I would like to issue a formal apology. On Saturday, I had done an incredible recce run. I was on top of the world, got fucking soaked to the skin. The rain was biblical for about half of it. And I had just had a coffee and I got in the car to go. Do you know what? This is all this is all the perfect storm for a dopamine high. Right. Yeah. Got back in the car, dry, warm. And um happy, happy, content, I imagine. On top of the world. Who's that bloke? Oh, Johnny Walker. Mm. Now, right. The dangerous time for me. It wasn't Johnny Walker. It wasn't Johnny Walker. It was Gambaccini. It was Gambaccini. Pick of the Pops. Yeah. It was Pick of the Pops. So it was Pick of the Pops is the most uh dangerous time for me to listen to the radio because this happened when I was at Wendover as well and Pick of the Pops was on and I wanted to put like oh I'll put S Club 7 on for those that aren't aware it's basically a chart countdown from a certain year so he goes all the way through the charts like 20 to 1 doesn't play all the songs just plays like a few of them 1996 he was doing okay that's a dangerous area yeah yeah it's a dangerous area for a dopamine high to be involved with and then he played the Macarena and I was off my chops enjoying it. So I quickly put a little story up, banger or clanger. Um, and actually it ended up being 50-50 on my, on my thing. But I'm going to make an executive decision now that I am not off, on my runner's high, off my chops and just say that was a bad decision. I'm a bad person and I'm not going to do that. Striving to Brecon when that was on the radio. And I literally thought, I hope Anna's yeah. not listening to this because she's going to have the fucking Macarena. Because I was like, no, I, I love Pick of the Pops. And I listen to, I usually listen to it. It's a treat. Saturdays on Radio 2 is a treat. Pick of the Pops, followed by Ryland. I love Ryland. Followed by Lisa Tarbuck. It's a better afternoon, right? Yeah. I, I switched it off, put Radio 1 on. Yeah. For that song, because I was like, I hate Macarena. Yeah. And we still haven't done the songs that make you really angry for no reason. But now, but when you mentioned Sophie Ellis Bexter, I started to get really angry about Sophie Ellis Bexter for no reason. And I feel bad because mm. I'm sure she's really nice. But she popped into my head the other day as well for some reason. I was like, fucking hell, that song. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So we've asked, we'll do, we'll do, um, what's the song that you hate for no reason next week? 
Like what, when you say for no reason, there's always a reason. Well, no, I don't have a good reason why I don't like Murder on the Dance Floor. I just don't like it. Like I really strongly dislike <laughs> it. Like if it comes on, I'm like, no, and like change the channel or walk out the shop. I'd walk out of the shop if it came on. <laughs> if you were at a festival, what would you do? It came on. Put my earplugs in, fuck off. God. Okay, anybody that ever, is ever worried about Anna in a race, like maybe, I don't know, like CSO's competition, you know what to do. Boombox out, murder on the dance floor, on repeat. Uh, murder yeah. you on the trails. Yeah, murder Whoa. on the trails. See, that's how much rage it, like, with that just came out my mouth murder on the forest floor you know yeah. that you're gonna have people walking past running past you being like no on the dance floor they think it's funny Fuck off. but they won't think it's they won't think it's funny when there is an episode of assault because it's like i've warned you and it will stand up in a court yeah. of law it's diminished responsibility yeah, warn i will, I will kill it. you with my bare hands i warned you you were warned yeah. on a podcast do not do that yeah because it's when people call me abby they do it because they think it's funny and I'm like, one day I'm going to rumple stilts going to shit out of this place. And I'm going to get so angry that my foot goes through the forest floor and explodes, killing everybody within a 10 mile radius. And it's your fault for calling me Abby. Oh, God. Okay. Right. Hey. Okay. So no Macarena, but just a quick one. Quick one. So, um, so Phyllis Bexter, I've got some science. Science, Alice <laughs> Bexter. Go on then. So I stumbled across an article it's about Jeremy Vine, who's n- not my favourite person. Oh, I just, me and my friend Kirsty like to play the Jeremy Vine game where we just say four random words and that's the conversation yeah. we have. And then we just have a random conversation about that because that's what he does on his radio show yeah. every fucking day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jeremy Vine attempts to ward off dementia by listening only to songs he hates. As experts say, forcing yourself to try new things will keep your brain healthy into old age. Science. So actually, maybe we should be listening to the songs that we hate. No, I don't think so. Is it just the same learning a new language? That'll just keep the brain active. Just do that. I'm I'm learning Welsh. Or crosswords. Just do that. Crosswords, learning Welsh. You know, you don't need to sit down. You don't need to make friends with the local Nazis to ward off dementia, do you? Like, you don't like it, you don't have to do it. Go do something really fucking handy. Yeah, yeah. We had a conundrum. Or a question, or a poll. Right, from Bold Man Running. And I imagine that the way okay. that you would find Bold Man Running is to look around at people running and find a bold man, be like you. He says, he says hey, ladies, which I'm not particularly keen on. I don't really like hey, ladies. Just Ali and Anna's oh. fine. Um, well, that's what Ralph says. He goes, hey, lady. Hey, lady. Yeah, I know. He doesn't need to say anything. It's penis. Ralph's penis comes in before <laughs> he does at the moment. So... He's literally like a Love Island contestant, <laughs> an overexcited Love Island contestant. Go on then. Uh, hi, ladies, women, people. I don't know. Ali and Ali will be fine. Uh, just listen to the latest podcast. As working a weekend, no running for me again. So you kept me company this Sunday. I've got another potential can of worms for you. No. Mm. I class myself as a mid-pack runner. Yep. And at 52, I've nothing to prove. My PBs have long gone and I've never run an organised ultra. So he's never run anything of 30 miles or more. He puts that in brackets because he knows the difference between an organised ultra and a super marathon. Right? I'm currently training for a long run across the Pennines as my daughter is at uni in Manchester. So I'm going to run from Sheffield to Manchester. That's nice, isn't it? I love that. A little nice little challenge for yourself, right? Yeah. So this is where the dilemma starts. Okay. Or the conundrum. Mm-hmm. The other day, I was talking to a bloke while at work, and he was telling me about all his ultras, marathons, and multi-days that he's done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
When I explained I too have run some of those distances, he said, well, you can't class yourself as an ultra marathon runner if you've never run an organised race. Oh. He says, I smiled as, a, as, as I was at work and I walked off calling him a wanker under my breath. <laughs> so, so the question is, can you call yourself an ultra runner if you've never run an organised race? Oh. Conundrum. But I don't think it is a conundrum because I'm like, of course you can. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course you can. You have run an ultra distance. Like, um, what's that bloke in Greece that the marathon man? What the guy that uh, that, uh, that originally did the first marathon? Yeah. Pheidippides. Yeah. Pheidippides. Yeah. Pheidippides. He right. So the legend goes. So the sto- the story that most people say, which is wrong, is that he ran from marathon to Athens, which was a marathon, and then killed over and died. What they neglect to mention is that he'd run like thousands of miles prior to that. So he's actually an ultra runner. He'd been on a bit of a multi day epic, hadn't he? He had. He had. He'd done loads of miles. And it was quite hot, and there weren't any aid stations, and there was no mortar in those times either. So he was probably quite tired and, and short on electrolytes yeah and he was wearing sandals yeah but that's okay because my friend Colin wears sandals, sandals I know someone, yeah I know someone who wears sandals as well she, it's, the, it's the lack of electrolytes that was a problem I think. yeah probably not the sandals um so yeah he's an ultra runner um and there were probably no like I don't know race to the stones in those days no there wasn't there were stones runes race to, race to the runes but you didn't yeah. have to pay loads of money to run to them no, you didn't. And you didn't need to collect them in order to enter a race that was fucking massive. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think it was better in those days. I was actually going to do a uh, event in Greece with uh, the company I won't name anymore um, that did the route that he took. Uh, <laughs> an ep- a bit of an epic, but I didn't want to do it in the end because it was roads. So um, mm. I think that that, I don't think that is a conundrum, but listeners, we'll put it out to you. Yeah. Do you think that you need to have run an organised race? Like even with a marathon, can you say you're a marathon runner if you haven't actually run an organised marathon? Because yeah. I actually think that you can. Yeah. I think I think it's distance. It's the distance. It's not. It's not a pace. It's a distance. Yes, that's true. That's what it describes. Yeah, isn't it? Um, it's like when people say to me when I say, "Oh, I'm doing a hundred kilometer race this year." Mo- the the most frequent question to that is, "Have you done it? Have you done that before?" And I'm like, "Well, actually, no. I've never done a hundred kilometer race before, but like I've run further than that distance in one go." But it wasn't an organised race. And then it's just like, oh, it's complicated. Oh, my God. Anna, you're not 100 miler because you've never run an organised 100 miler. I don't think I am because I don't have a buckle. But you are. But you have. Well, no. But you are. But you have. I know. It's ridiculous. I'll make your buckle on 3D printer. <laughs> so that is actually a very interesting question that I've never really had but I wonder why he hasn't run an organised one. Is it pressure? Is he worried he won't really yeah. do it? Is he worried that you're going to miss the cut off? So why? Mm. Why? Because it is good fun running those fun times um, events, yeah. isn't it? I think it's proper fun. What's your next fun times event? Is it Seven Valleys? ETC. Oh, yeah. When's that? It's in three weeks' time. So it's the the 15K punchy little number in Cormier. Is that the 26th of August? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's when I'm doing the Grand Tour of Skiddaw. So I'll be up for Skiddaws. Oh, I'm doing the Welsh 3000s as well next week. Again. Amazing. Yes. With whom? 
with my mate Gemma, my, my one of my clients, Tom, uh, Rachel, and then I think Emma's PT, Gemma's PT, and then Raw Adventures are taking us up there because they're the best company to go up with because they do all the safety management, so you don't have to worry about falling off the edge. That's good. Um, there's a few edges you can fall off. <laughs> so I'm just hoping the weather's good because last time I did it, it was apocalyptic, so we're going to try and do that again. But the point I was trying to make is just go and like, do a nice fun time race if you like it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, when we did the... um. Yorkshire Three Peaks, that was basically a marathon. Yeah, it was. Well, it was short, a little bit short, but you could make it a marathon easy. You could. You could easily make it a marathon. Finally, last night I watched The Deepest Breath. Have you watched The Deepest Breath? No, Neil won't let me, but I've seen it on Gogglebox. Neil won't let you? Why not? Oh, well, no, he, it wasn't that he won't let me. Is that we were going to watch it on one night and he was like, I'm not really in the mood for a documentary. I think you should watch it. I don't. No, I don't think I want to because I know... I know what happens. No! Oh, 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 oh. I know that Gogglebox ruined yeah. it for everybody because yeah, it ruined yeah, it for yeah. me as well. But it doesn't matter if you know what happens. It's brilliant. Mm. Watch it. And from an from an endurance sport perspective, it's a really good watch because it's such a niche sport, but they all think it's yeah. normal. Whereas we're watching it and we're like, no fucking way yeah. am I doing that. But then you put what we do as ultra runners or trail runners or marathon runners or even park runners, because a lot of people don't even do park run, and we think yeah. that's normal. But So it's a really good opportunity to get out of your own skin and look at a different type of endurance mm. sport and why they do it and how they do it and what their yeah. why is, and then realise that that's what we're yeah. doing. Because so many people be like, I'd rather die than have to run 50 miles. Whereas I'm like, I'd I just... I would die if I did the freediving thing. I just yeah. couldn't bear it. But then they, then they get into the psychology of it, and you're like, that sounds quite good. No, don't. Oh, gosh, you're going to start free. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Like when we did um, when we did the recce, the last bit of the recce on Sunday, um, me, Neil and Ralph like hiked it rather than me running it because it was still good practice for me to see where I'm going and stuff. And I was on we were on the way back down from the climb. So like we just did an out and back. I was like, I just want to go to the top of the hill, see what's what and then come back down. So we did that and on the way back down, I was like, how beautiful is this? Like the best views are behind you when you're climbing up yeah. as it mostly is. Yeah. So we got the good views because we turned around and came back down, but I won't be doing that on race day. And I was like, look, how good is this? Like, do you see why I like really enjoy doing this and like why this is my thing? And he's like, no. He was like, it's beautiful. And like, I've really enjoyed walking in the hills and like, I've really enjoyed staying in the Lake Districts and stuff. He was like, but not in a tiny minuscule bit of my being would want to be would want to be out for a hundred kilometers in one go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, sometimes when I do that to people, I've got a friend called Catherine, and she's a, she's not a runner. She loves it because I call her my friend Catherine, who's not a runner for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, this is beautiful, but she's the same. No, she's like, I've done the Fairfield Horseshoe. It was amazing. It was a bucket list opportunity for me. I've seen everything on here. I'm really, really proud of myself. There's absolutely no fucking way I'm joining this together to make the Lakeland 100. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I am. Like, like. How could you not? You want to shake them and be like, how could you not want to? But I guess it's just people are built in different ways, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everybody listening to this are our people. You're our people. Uh, some of them are, but some of them just want to stick to park run. I'd be very interested. Let's do a poll. How many people here are park runners? So you, you just mm. go out, you just do park run every week. I'm jealous of you people. I wish I was one of you. 
uh, marathon runners, super marathon runners, and then ultra runners. Yeah. And then we'll have yeah. ultra runners, but then we'll have 100 mile plus as well, because I think those people are psychopath runners. I don't count because I haven't done a hundred mile. No, you haven't done a hundred mile. I mean, you did one in practice, but you haven't actually done the event. So yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to be standing masturbating by the water fucking container at oh. work over how many things I've done, then I'm just that's what I'm going to say to you because that's what that bloke is God. doing. He sounds like yeah. a white tool. So there'll be a number of polls coming up, a number of questions coming up. Yeah. Next week I'll be back in Yorkshire, back where I belong, having had a right old <laughs> lolathon. On the southwest coast path for the last week. Yeah. Are you on a deload? Are you on a are you on a deload week? No, I'm on like quite a heavy week. So uh it was supposed to be deload last week. So um I didn't like I ran, but I didn't run loads and loads. I did loads of hiking as well as the running stuff. So I am this week I've got uh, a 45k long run at the weekend. So that doesn't count as an ultra either. No, it doesn't. Okay, I love you. This is quite long. Um, so I will speak to you all the next week. Listeners, watch out for some interesting polls coming in your way on, on the gram. Keep in touch. We love your we love your conundrums and we love your thoughts. We do. We do indeed. And we'll catch you all next week. Okay, I love you. Bye. Bye.